as the end of the year is drawing near, let's talk about what you can do now to prepare for next school year. I found that it's about this time of the year that I get excited for changes I'm going to make next year. One of the things that I've been getting ready for recently is what my social media is going to look like next year for my school. And I'm actually creating a course called Using Social Media to Increase Program Visibility, and it has a current waitlist. It will be launching soon, and I want to make sure that you get all of the information when it becomes available. So make sure that you go to kristenmasick.com forward slash waitlist to sign up so that you are informed. Besides getting ready for my social media, I'm also in the spring cleaning and organization mode. I admit that there were years when I was able to channel this energy to get a lot done. And then there were also years that this didn't quite happen. What made the difference? Having a space where I could be creative and not be distracted is what really made the difference on whether or not my summer felt very productive. And if you truly like to enjoy your summers and actually have a break, then having a clean and organized space when you return back to school is also very helpful. Maintaining or increasing enrollment. Staying on top of ever-changing content incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. Today, I want to share with you some tips on how you can prepare your classroom, lab, or shop for next year before this year is even done. These tips are for large cleaning and organization projects. If you are wanting some quick tips, make sure to check out episode 10, three tips to making your classroom more inviting. Have you ever heard the phrase, many hands make light work? Well, it is true that if you have a lot of help, it saves you time and energy. Let's translate that phrase to use your students while you still have them to clean and organize. The first school I taught at had a handy checkout sheet. Each student needed to get it signed by every teacher before receiving their yearbook. The last two days of school had a modified schedule where students attended all eight classes in one day. Every one of my students came to class to get my signature so that they could get their yearbook. I decided that I would have my students earn my signature by cleaning my room. Best thing ever. I assigned each class a task that they would need to complete in order to pass off. Some students cleaned desks, emptied drawers, organized supplies, or took down my bulletin boards. For the class that chewed gum the most, they got the task of scraping gum off the bottom of my desks. Jared, my welding teaching husband, wasn't so lucky as to get the actual checkout sheet from his school, so he's had to come up with a way to motivate his students to clean up. Safety is one of his course objectives, so he gives students daily points for safe practices. Cleaning up falls into one of those safe practices. His students clean and organize on a daily basis to maintain the shop during the school year. At the end of the school year, he has two days where each of his class periods has specific areas to clean. They clean the shop so well that he can have the floor repainted each summer, and it makes it look like it's a brand new shop. So hint, if you do not have enough jobs for each class, 
have students repeat a job that another class may have done. Let's be honest, they probably didn't do an excellent job to begin with, and so it doesn't hurt to have the job repeated. Now that we've talked about cleaning your large spaces, we're going to go into the nitty gritties of your paperwork. Teachers are notorious for saving projects, assignments, lesson plans, and unused ideas. You probably have a colleague at your school with a room full of filing cabinets. The ones with worksheets, lesson plans, and other goodies from every class they have ever taught and one day may teach again. At one of the elementary schools that I interned, the principal outlawed filing cabinets that were not built in as an attempt to curb this type of lesson plan and worksheet hoarding. In the past, when I went to a conference, I found myself taking my swag bag to each of the presentations and collecting handouts and also some free pens. When I finished the day, I went through my notes and handouts and figured out what I wanted to use in my class. I returned the rest to my swag bag and then filed the bag away. You heard that right. I would keep the bag and all of the rest of the ideas. Ideas I was probably never going to use. It wasn't until a few years ago when I started developing a minimalist mindset that I parted with these bags, and I was still tempted to go through them to make sure I didn't miss any great ideas. Don't worry, I found none. Give yourself permission to get rid of that paper clutter that you didn't use this year. You most likely won't use it next year or even the next. If the idea is so great, you would have implemented it already. This goes for your digital ideas as well, and your digital paperwork. Have you ever been able to get your inbox to zero? Let me tell you, it is freeing. After you clear yourself of your paper clutter, take some time to go through your digital clutter. If that seems too daunting, make a folder on your computer for next school year. As you create and use lesson plans and resources, save them to that folder. You will then have all your curriculum in one place so that you can find things easily. Then the following year, you can move those things that you use to the next year's folder and so on. So you, you will be leaving behind the things that you didn't use from year to year. As you go, it will get much easier to delete a file that you know you haven't used for years. If you must, treat those digital files like your taxes and only hang on to them for three years. I double-checked this because we have been hanging on to our taxes for seven years, but the latest word on the street, or at least according to Google, is three years. So anything over three years that you have not used, purge. So we talked about utilizing your students and then also clearing your paper and digital clutter. But I want to leave you with one more tip, and it is about clearing off your horizontal surfaces. This will help your room feel instantly clean and more organized. Your horizontal surfaces includes any counters, desks, or other places where clutter seems to fall. A great way to do this is by taking a laundry basket, milk crate, or box around your space and place things that don't belong. Feel free to use your arm and just scoop things in and let them fall. This doesn't have to take very long and it's a good exercise to do in 10 minutes. Set a timer and you will be amazed at what you can get done. After you've collected the items from your surfaces, return all the out-of-place items to their rightful places. Throw away any trash and sort file any paperwork. 
Now, take a deep breath and marvel at how clean and decluttered your space is in such a short amount of time. So as a review, you are going to find ways to utilize your students to do most of the cleaning and organizing for you. It's okay to have classes repeat the same job. Get rid of projects, assignments, or unused ideas, both physically and digitally, and clear off your horizontal surfaces. You'll find that having a clean and organized space at the end of the school year starts the next year off well and allows you to have a better and more calming summer break. If you haven't already, connect with me on Instagram and send me a DM letting me know that you listen to this podcast and what you are planning on doing for your end of year organization. Find me at Kristen Masick, K-H-R-I-S-T-E-N-M-A-S-S-I-C. Also, I love to feature CTE teachers and what they are doing on social media. So make sure to tag me or even just send me a DM letting me know that you posted something that would be interesting for others. I am always looking for great ideas to share. Until next week.